Hi, I'm Christina Rodenbeck, and I am here with my dear friend, Sally Kirkland. Hello. And we're going to talk about the astrology of the month ahead. The month being from the 22nd of November to the 21st of December, which is Sagittarius's month. And it looks pretty thrilling, doesn't it? It does, but first shouldn't we have a little look at what's been going on previously? Ah. A bit of a retrodiction? Yeah, definitely. How, how the last month went? Yeah. What's been happening there? And then we'll get on to this positive okay. and exciting month ahead. You shoot first. Okay, well my big news was that I moved. I've moved home. Um, which was quite a major move because I haven't moved home for 16 years, so it was massive. Um, and it all happened really on the Venus retrograde, mm. um, which was quite incredible, um, quite emotional moving, um, and just so much going on. I mean, just so kind of intense. Um, but Venus turned direct on my moon in Libra, which was lovely. And here I am in my new home. Yeah, we're in Sally's flat. It's really, really bijou. Her bijou little residence à Guilford. Uh, I'm just pretending to speak French while we're still part of Europe, uh, which was the other big thing that happened in this country this month, was Brexit, was hashtag Brexit chaos, Mm -hmm. which took place, which crashed in that amazing few days when Mars finally, after months and months and months and months and months in the fixed sign of Aquarius and as you know fixed sign means just that things stay still Mars moved after spending most of the year in fixed Aquarius so things were a bit stuck into Pisces which is this mutable sign but it's also a sign that we associate with chaos and on that day suddenly there was this hashtag Brexit chaos because of course that's when Theresa May (laughs) with her unerring sense of timing, decided to announce her so-called deal with the European Union. And the, I can't, I'm trying to think of a polite word, the merde hit the fan Mm -hmm. in this country. And it's still hitting it because uh, Mars is in uh, Pisces now until the end of the year, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, And at the same time, that's also the same moment that Jupiter went into Sagittarius. Mm. And actually, in that same week, um, that was the week when those fires happened in California. Yeah, which was quite, well, it's been very devastating, hasn't it, that, and coincided with two major shifts of planets into fire signs. Mm. Jupiter into Sagittarius and Uranus went back into Aries. Yeah. All during that that period, is 6th to the 8th Mm. of November. Yeah, and Jupiter into Sagittarius would, of course, mean huge wildfires because we associate Sagittarius with wildness um, and Jupiter with largeness but there was another really interesting uh, thing that happened in the sky at that point when those fires started which was the conjunction between Vesta uh, the asteroid of the domestic fire of the flame who's actually represented by a flame uh, on your you know on your natal chart to the sign for Vesta's that little flame um, and she is the hearth the goddess of the hearth there was a conjunction between Vesta and Pluto exactly on the day that those fires started mm. which is I think absolutely remarkable mm. uh, and Vesta matches 
in this country anyway, the swan vestas. Mm. That's why they're called that. Um, so that's the retrodiction. And then we've got, so Jupiter went into Sagittarius in November, but we really want to talk about it now, don't we? We want to talk about this Jupiter and Sagittarius and yeah. what it's going to bring. Um, and shall we first just start talking about the sign of Sagittarius? Because we, yeah. we like to give you a reminder of what each of the star signs are about as we move mm. into a new month. Um, Sagittarius obviously ruled by Jupiter, so it's in its sign of rulership. And really, I mean, it's all things big, isn't it? This is expansive, Sagittarius is foreign connections, global, Jupiter's the biggest planet. So there's this sense of, you know, going out into the world, I always think, with Jupiter moving into Sagittarius. Mm. Um, and about Sagittarians, you have a dear, you love Sagittarians, don't you? Your very dear friend is Sagittarian. Yes, I have quite a few Sagittarian friends, actually. Um, I love them mm. because, you know, at their best... They have this philosophical quality to them that they just, you know, the glass is half full. Mm. It's constantly half full and, you know, they have trust and faith that things will work out even when life is difficult. Um, and there's this sort of buoyancy and optimism about them. Mm. Sagittarius at its best. So, And they're great fun too. They're very, very sociable, quite hedonistic and, you know, just like to have a good time. That's my kind of experience of my Sagittarius friends. Yeah, I have I have a, some very dear Sagittarians and I would say the glass half full, yes, uh, sometimes too much so. I think I've known quite a few Sagittarians who more than like a tipple. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're the kind that you the kind of Sagittarian that you find under the table next morning uh with <laughs> with their head on somebody else's shoes you know that kind of Sagittarian I like those the being last... a Pisces myself it's fun right <laughs> the um, last one to leave a party is yeah. usually a Sagittarius yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also a gloomy side to Sagittarius I think mm -hmm. that which is that the, because of that optimism they can go into life you know with great expectations and they're always optimistic so they're always disappointed that, that people can be so you know, blah, so boring, so uh, not meet their high expect high expectations. Mm. It's interesting because I don't really the Sagittarians I know don't kind of fit that category. I suppose yeah. there's you know there's there's often different strands within, aren't there? Um, I don't I don't see that so much. I mean, I do see you know the real big picture. Oh, definitely thinkers. There's a visionary quality very often about them, isn't there? The, you know, there's that. Um, and that, I think they make really good entrepreneurs as well, Sagittarius. Completely. Because they several. like to take yeah. risks, they have vision, they kind of, you know, they have this innate belief that things will work out. Yeah, which you need. Um, which you do need as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I know several of those, actually. And they, what's, what Sagittarians are brilliant at is they're good at doing what's important and not getting sucked into doing what's urgent. Um so in other words, they're able to understand that some things, you know, you can just leave and other signs will be inclined to get sucked into that detail. Whereas Sagittarian, a Sagittarian mind can rise above that and look out and think, actually, we just need to do X and Y. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they're really good uh, teachers as well, I think. Good teachers. Yeah. Great. Uh, film directors. There's a lot of Sagittarius film directors, again, mm. which I think is that ability to see the, the whole project mm. um, and keep an eye on what's, you know, everything that's going mm. on, have that bigger 
um, picture. Rock and roll, very Sagittarian. Mid, Rock and roll. M- mid degrees of Sagittarius are often, you find those in the charts of rock and rollers. The only one I can think of immediately is Frank Zappa. Um, Tina Turner. Tina Turner. The, and the legs. Yeah. She's got Sagittarius thighs because yeah. the thighs are... And that animal presence that Sagittarians can mm. get, you know, that sort of, you know, sweaty magnetism mm. on stage. That's yeah. And being able to play to a huge stadium full of people, you've yeah. got to have some Sagittarius in your chart to yeah. really do that. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, Freddie Mercury, I think, did he have, didn't have any Sagittarius... I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He did. He had his North Node in Sagittarius. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm just thinking that you know that stadium rock thing is very Sagittarian. Yeah. Being yeah. a kind of uh, le- priest uh, leader, you know, because they're you could argue that they're the equivalent of our kind of I don't know priests of old who would mm-hmm. have stood in front of the temple in front of the huge crowd with the drums going or or whatever it was. That's who those. Those stadium rockers are. Yeah, it's like the fans worshiping at yeah. the, the, you know, the altar of their idol in a way, isn't it? The yeah, the great rock and roll concerts. So big characters. Yeah, big characters, big personalities. Yeah, and um, sometimes overwhelming, yeah. but a joy to have in your life. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what happens when they have their own planet, which is the planet with no boundaries? comes into Jupiter. It affects each and every one of us because Jupiter is unbounded in Sagittarius. Mm. It's joyous and powerful and exciting and expansive Mm. and lucky, I would say. And it's, I think that one thing for most signs is to look where you're, uh, where this Jupiter is going to be and think about how, where that luck is going to be. Yeah. And Jupiter always remains in one sign of the zodiac for approximately a year, just over a year. So mm-hmm. we'll have Jupiter in Sagittarius until December the 2nd, 2019. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of time to kind of make the most of, of what Jupiter and Sagittarius will bring. So for uh, we could just zip through the signs yep. really briefly and say ping pong back and forth about, I mean, for Aries, for instance, mm-hmm. there's an obvious, there's some obvious things that will, you know, you should think about doing. One is travel. Yeah. Travel, study, foreigners, all those things may bring you luck. Yeah. You, know? you need to open your horizons now. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like that classic big picture, isn't mm. it? It's expand your horizons, learn more, travel more, see the world, get out there, Jupiter mm. and Sagittarius for Aries. Mm. And that's slightly, you know, that, Opening your horizons idea is also kind of relevant for most people, I think. Mm. Um, But particularly for Aries. So what about Taurus then? Uh, For Taurus, it's going to be around money. Yeah. Joint finances. I mean, really, which is quite, I think for Taurus, this is quite nice because Taurus is one of the money signs. So Mm. it's, it's a really good year to look at how to make money, what to do with your money, what money means. Um, It's about inheritance investments it's about clearing debts if you got any if you can um but also looking at the bigger picture with regard mm. well, the other to thing, money i would put a caveat into that and say mm-hmm. don't get into debt because you may be tempted to get into debt for taurus okay uh you know you may this is maybe the point where you it might be a good idea to borrow a lot of money 
Right. Maybe you're going to do something fantastic with it, but you may be tempted to overreach yourself when it comes to borrowing. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's the sort of flip side of Jupiter, isn't it? It overextends, it over exaggerates as well. Yeah. So do all the money stuff, but use your lovely, practical, earthy sense and keep down to earth and sensible as well at the same time. Yeah. And also you've got I mean, Taurians will have that help from Saturn in Capricorn. Yeah. Um, then there's Gemini. Yes. Very important year for you, Gemini, because Jupiter will be on your relationship angle. It will be looking at you, so to speak, mm. uh, the whole year and expanding the world of friendship, you know, your friends, your, and also love. So it's a fantastic year for finding a partner or for deepening or widening your, your relationship with a partner. But I often notice that um, with people, you know, with clients, that they just meet a lot of really good people, you mm-hmm. know, in in this year yeah. when they have Jupiter at this point in their chart. It's really, really nice. Yeah. And often you're more appreciated, you know, when this is happening. The caveat with that is also that your your enemies may be more powerful, mm-hmm. but that's quite an old fashioned interpretation. Mm. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, for me, also the other thing with Jupiter in Sagittarius with Gemini is it's liberation. Mm. So it can break you free from relationships that aren't good for you as well. I mean, that's that's the other thing that can happen. It can, you know, so really choose carefully who you're around. Be around positive people. Mm. Um, be around people who make you feel better as well. Um, teachers, gurus can often come into your life during yeah. this transit. I, yeah, and I think that actually one of the things about this transit is that good people come into your life. Yeah, you that's know? where the luck lies, yeah. isn't it? That's where the opportunities lie. The, the luck lies in partnerships. Yeah. Hanging out with really people who are going to expand your horizons back to that key phrase, that mm. key Jupiterian idea. These are people who are going to make you think bigger. Mm. Um, so who are we on to next? Cancerians. So Jupiter in Sagittarius. This is, it's about your lifestyle. Mm. Um, it's about work and routine on the one hand, what you do on a daily basis. And it's also about your health and your well-being. So it's really kind of looking at these areas, um, enjoying life more on a daily level, doing Mm. more of what you love, um, I would also say that one thing I notice with people is that you will probably have a lot to do. Yes, it's going to be busy. It's likely yeah. to be busy. Very busy. So you need to be organized. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also it's a big opportunity for health. Mm. Yeah. To get healthy or to, uh, you know, <laughs> to focus on, well, maybe focus isn't really a, a, a Jupiterian word, is it? Mm-hmm. But to look at your health and routine in a wider way yeah. and understand that, you know, how what you eat connects with how you feel, connects with how you exercise, mm. connects with what your commute is and what you're reading. So make those connections yeah. and understand you have a sort of more of a helicopter view of your health rather than zoning in on the little details. It's kind of holistic, isn't it? Yeah. It's holistic health, um, looking at the mind-body soul connection as well i think can really help what stresses you out what helps you feel calm what Mm. you enjoy looking at all of that as well with regard to Mm. health your sort of mental well-being and it's this is good by the way you know this is a good thing and you should be that's where your luck lies Mm. maybe understanding your uh body better 
Leo's great year. Yep, another fire sign. So, and in one of the best parts of the horoscope, isn't it? This is about all the things you love. Yeah. Very creative. It's about creative projects. It's about play, fun, entertainment. Also children, pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. And also your, your children might just make you very proud. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or they may grow very large or get very big, but they're somehow going to be large on your horizon. Um, it's lucky too. It's mm-hmm. just lucky. I mm-hmm. mean, don't go out and put all your money on the horses, okay? But do buy a lottery ticket just every now and then. You know, yeah. it's it's lucky for Leos. Yeah. Uh, especially, I mean, you you know, you'd need to look. But, you know, when that Jupiter comes to making trines to the Leo sun, mm-hmm. it's worth just having a little flutter, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. And also romance. Oh, it's great for Romance and love affairs and, I mean, again, enjoying sexy relationships. Yeah, your sex life. Yeah. Uh, okay, don't go wild on the sex life. <laughs> Unless you really want to. <laughs> Unless you want to. Okay, you can. Go wild on your sex life. Go, Leo. Oh, but, uh, yeah, expansive and interesting and maybe varied as well. <laughs> Okay, let's move in swiftly on as we have an image of a lion in a kind of, yeah. Reclining. Reclining. <laughs> Reclining Leos. Okay, uh, Virgo. Mm-hmm. It, oh, it's nice for Virgo, though. This is in a good place as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very good for a uh, moving house, actually. Yes. Or moving abroad, even. Yeah. Looking for a home abroad, perhaps. Uh, the Maison Secondaire. Yes. Um, see, I'm just trying nice? that European thing again. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, but yeah, no, it's good for moving house for Virgos. Also for expanding the family. Yes. So you may find that you're, um, you have, a, I don't know, a grandchild or a child. Um, another family. Coming, another family. Coming in or renting out rooms in your house. I mean, think about, you know, home and family. How could you expand that and use that in a good way? Or even use that to make money. Yeah. You know, renting a room. Yeah, yeah. And family celebrations, I think, often when you get Jupiter there, it's kind of gathering of the clans in a way, bringing everybody together. It's a really Mm -hmm. good year for, you know, going to see long-lost relatives or bringing all the family together for a celebration, anniversary party, all of that is where the luck is. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, so you've got, you know, 11 months to plan this in, so you should have a family reunion. That would be a great thing for for Virgoans to do. Uh, Libra. Libra. Ooh, what's that? Oh, Jupiter and Libra. Okay. It's, well, immediately, I think foreign languages. Yeah. Best year to learn a foreign (laughs) language because it's communication. Sagittarius is the foreign sign. So, um, yeah, foreign language. Yeah, it's also about hanging out with your neighbors, stuff like that. Mm. You know, it's expanding your little neighborhood, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, or learning a skill, even if it's not a language, but maybe a foreign skill. And if you can't go on holidays abroad, having holiday holidays at home, so to speak. Staycations. Yeah, staycations. A staycations rather than vacations. And it's also a good year for starting a course of study of some kind. Absolutely. It's really good for learning, isn't it? Learning yeah. a new skill, mm. gaining new qualifications, all of that. And if you're a teacher, student. for teaching also. So it works as one of those astral, astrological things that flips both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might choose to uh, teach one of your talents. Yeah. That would be a great year to do so. Um, 
And Scorpio. Is, well, it's quite good for Scorpio, actually. Money. 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 Wealth and abundance. <laughs> Bring it to me. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't want to get too thing, but you have just sold your house, Sally. I know. You? And you have got more money in the bank from that oh, immediately. Yes, there was there was a there was a small pot of money. Yeah. Um, there you but go. anyway, yeah, I mean it's you know, it doesn't feel quite so dire the yes. money situation <laughs> as previously. So that's a good start. But that's yeah, that's what it's about. It's about looking at um your finances, future finances as well, you know, looking at the bigger mm. picture. Um and if you are savvy with finance, probably a good time to play on the stock market. If you know about stocks and shares and you can take advantage, but please only do that if you're really savvy and you know. We're just telling everybody to gamble, aren't we? <laughs> Who are the other ones? Leah's. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, go gambling. But no, it's true. If you're good with that stuff and you're paying attention, yeah. Um, you know, you're. If you stay paying attention and you don't just yeah. pop it on something and leave it, but you need to not just, uh, you know, don't leave the, the pot on the hob, so to speak. Yeah, things need to be, you need to pay attention yeah. to them and you need to look at what's happening because mm. there is going to be a lot happening around the world. Oh, mining On the financial front. Oh my God. So it's going to be ups and downs. So it's about taking advantage of Some people timing. will make a lot of money. Yeah. And some people won't. Yeah, and some people will lose a lot of money. Um, So if you're not going to be paying attention to it on a minute-by-minute basis, then I think you need to not do it. It needs full focus. Yeah. Um, I also think for Scorpio, it is about kind of reassessing what you value as well, what's important to you, self-esteem, all of that. Um, So, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's Scorpio's, yeah. Okay, Sagittarius. Yay! I can imagine all Sagittarius's out there going, Yay! We've got Jupiter in our sign. Yeah, crack open the champagne. Or the very choice bottle of Burgundy. Or the bottle of meths. Au choix. Um, But I think that, you know, basically, you're lucky this year. You're more, you know, if you want to take a chance on things, this is the year to do it. all of those Sagittarian qualities that we were talking about, like the entrepreneurialism mm. and the teaching and the love of adventure. It's, mm. This is the year, actually, in in a nutshell, Sagittarius have an adventure this year. Yeah. That's what you need to know. Yeah, have an adventure. And also, I think it's an excellent time to kind of, you know, have vision for the next few years the next big chapter in your life maybe the next 12 years mm-hmm. before you get jupiter and sagittarius again look at what you really want to do allow yourself to dream mm. um yeah it's it's in your sign so it's yeah. a really expansive and lucky and this also means that other people will find you very attractive yeah this year yeah you know you are attracting luck you're attracting good people to you to yourself yeah um but cracking on otherwise we'll run out of time um so Sagittarius Capricorn. Ah, well this is interesting because Jupiter supposedly is very happy in that particular position in the chart for Capricorns. Mm-hmm. Um and this is a moment of but it is about retreat. Mm, absolutely. And although you've got a lot of other energy in your sign, Capricorn, you've got your own Saturn in there, this is uh about retreat and preparation and um 
thinking deeply and thinking and feeling your connection to the rest of the planet. And actually, that's something that we haven't really said is about this global, mm. the global vision of Sagittarius. Mm. I think Capricorns in particular really can feel that because um, it's the 12th house thing. Mm. Um, it's also a year to dream very, very big mm-hmm. for Capricorns. Mm. And yeah, in a planning kind of way. Yeah. In a planning kind of way. I mean, it does turn, it turns your attention to your inner life as well for Capricorn. So for me, you know, this would be an excellent year to um, pursue a spiritual path, mm-hmm. um, you know, to learn meditation, to tap into the shaman side of your Capricorn nature. I mean, most Capricorns I know, they do love solitude. Oh, yeah. It's, it's you know, really finding that that joy in solitude, mm-hmm. actually. That's what Jupiter and Sagittarius can bring. And learning to kind of trust yourself. And It's excellent. It's really an excellent one. It's, it's uh, there's... It's not so obvious as some of the other mm. Jupiter transits, but really it is considered the, one of the best positions for Jupiter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Jupiter in... Aquarius next. Or Jupiter in Sagittarius for Aquarius, yes. Yeah. So it's just more of what Aquarius loves, really. Get social, isn't it? Expand your networks. It's about friends. It's about group activities. Get involved. Yeah. This is about being, you know, in the world and being part of the world and meeting new people. This is where luck lies for Aquarius. That's basically the, the opposite of Capricorn, really. You mm. know, it's mm. about getting out there and, and not, it doesn't, uh, but it's hanging out with your fellow kind of geek types, whatever that is, going to conferences, all of that, going mm. to um, festivals. Um, going to sci-fi conventions, yeah. Star Trek conventions, yeah. if you're that type of Aquarius, or alternative get-togethers as well, yeah. new age type um, get-togethers as well. But yeah, yeah it's, it's that. this is where luck lies, isn't it? Yeah. Through your connections, or through even, your networks. Or even a medical convention. Yeah. Or uh, it's also about getting hooked up on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, getting those, those more distant relationships, making more of that network. Mm. Um, finally, Pisces. Over to you. Well, I think it's, you know, I, I am quietly thrilled at mm-hmm. Jupiter going into Sagittarius. It's partly scary, but partly very good. For Pisces, this is all about your career and status. And it is a year to really understand that you could lift your uh, profile. Uh, and you may... That's one side of it. The other side is you may just have a really great boss this year mm-hmm. who is willing to help you lift your profile. So if you're looking for someone who you, to help you raise you up, this is the year to find that person. So that would be, um, oh, I don't know, a mentor of some kind. Um, a sh- I was going to say sugar daddy. No, 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 we don't think like that. Um, but uh, really it's about doing it through your own labors, I suppose. Um, but it's like you have help. Mm. from yeah. above you yeah, know yeah. for if you're doing a good thing you know if you're doing good in the world if you're working on the side of light um this is very beneficial the slight and of course jupiter is also your planet yeah uh, traditional Pisces. ruler so it means that once it's in sagittarius it's empowered and that helps to empower you the one caveat with that is of course that it makes a hard angle to Pisces. Mm. So this can be draining in other ways. 
I think. So because so much goes on your uh, career, you know, you, if you have to, for example, if you, you should travel for work this year, mm-hmm. if you if you get the opportunity to take yes. a job abroad. I mean, take, it'd be a good time to take a job yeah. abroad, a good time to take promotion as well if it comes yeah. your way. But it does mean that you're likely to be busier and have more going on, perhaps not at home as much, yeah. perhaps away more. And you may not be atten- pay, able to pay much as much attention to yourself. So you need to make that a point mm. this year to remember that you're a person mm. as well as a career or a, or a product or whatever. Okay. Wow, well, we, we've actually taken up 28 minutes with that. Okay, so, so we just better touch on some of the astrology. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first thing that I really want to, to say is notice what happens around November the 26th, mm. November the 27th with regard to Jupiter because there's the annual Sun-Jupiter conjunction on November the 26th. So the Sun teams up with Jupiter once a year. And this year it's in the early degrees of Sagittarius. So look out for opportunities that come in on or around this date. The one um, question mark around this is the fact that Mercury remains retrograde until December the 6th. And it is in Sagittarius as this month begins. So Mercury retrograde also sits next to the Sun and Jupiter on November the 27th. This might mean, therefore, that you're sowing seeds that will later come to fruition or you hear about an opportunity that you might want to think about for a little. Um, So see this as kind of being in process. Um, Don't put your eggs in one basket. That's what that Mercury retrograde is saying to me. Right. You need to be doing the investigation. You need to be looking into things. Uh, You need to be making, having, being up. You need to be getting rid of plans that aren't going to work for the year ahead. So be ruthless. You know, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Spread your net wide. I want to mention these moon, these lunations, Mm -hmm. because there's the, let's see. There's There's the the full moon on November the 23rd and then the new moon on December the 7th. Now, the reason these two, these two are connected anyway, but both of them, are get a square both of them are connecting to that um jupiter and both of them get a square almost exactly from mars which is in pisces Pisces. these so i would say that these are again quite chaotic they're very mutable there's a lot of you know the that first one on the 23rd which is tomorrow isn't it well it's soon um is pretty much on thanksgiving Mm -hmm. you know so i would say that that's a very kind of mouthy thanksgiving table you know don't watch don't, don't say get anything. into arguments <laughs> on thanksgiving then with mars square yeah mind what you mars say is anger and passion and... there will be a mars at your if you're having thanksgiving or if you're doing you know, anything around then there will be a mars at your table mm-hmm. trying to and if you're a sagittarius mm-hmm. that mars will probably be trying to pick a fight with you mm-hmm um so uh, but it's there's full it's so it's full of action and chaos Mm. and argument Mm. i would say that particular uh full moon and yeah for me i mean that is a little bit of a theme isn't it because we've got mercury retrograde um until december the 6th when the new moon also takes place so it's almost like you have to get lost you have to Mm -hmm. swim around in circles you have to 
you know, wonder what on earth's going on before you find the answers, before you find your way. And I always think you can, you know, use this as a creative process. Mm -hmm. You know, just go with the flow for a while. Don't try and nail things down. Don't try and sign and seal anything at the moment. This is, it's in process. There's a a sense of things in process. And you will come out the other end and there will be good times to say, okay, now I know where I'm heading for clarity to... Yeah, I mean, this serious astrological advice is really with this Mercury retrograde, which is a chaotic and confusing one, Mm. is don't make it in any decisions, you know, and be prepared to take back something that you said, Mm. I think, also. Especially, you know, Sagittarians, be careful what what comes out of your mouth. Mm. Um, And Pisces, be careful what comes out of your mouth. That's also another sign which seems to be overly agitated throughout um, November, December. Mm -hmm. Um, The day of that... New moon on the 7th of December, I noticed that Mars, Neptune are making a conjunction, which Mm. is, again, very exciting in a way, spiritually exciting or fantastic if you're a swimmer, (laughs) a competitive swimmer or competitive dancer. Um, You know, this is really exciting energy. But again, it's it's uh, it's stirring things up, isn't it? Yeah, it depends. You know, it suits some star signs better than others, doesn't it? For some, you just end up thinking one earth is going on. And for others, you go swimming and you enjoy it. Yeah. Um, So it's it's how you like this energy, really. That's that's it's turbulencies, which I have to say, I quite enjoy a bit of turbulence. Mm. You know, it's like or for people who like sailing you know if you like sailing on a slightly rough bouncy sea then you're going to like this because it's exciting yeah and it's good for creative types artistic Mm -hmm. types it's also good spiritual Mm -hmm. types as well because again there's this you know sense of surrender and losing yourself which Mm -hmm. is actually a good thing yeah so less ego less control Mm, you have to let go you know um which is a little bit hard for some people um so is that, oh, my goodness, yeah, there's that Scorpio period, isn't there? That's yeah. very interesting. It, there's a return to Scorpio, which I think we should just mention briefly. Uh, Mercury retrogrades back into Scorpio on December the 1st, and then Venus returns to Scorpio on December the 2nd, and will be there throughout December. So, um, I mean, Scorpio's been such a huge sign, and, I mean, for me personally, I've kind of, it's been difficult, it's been emotional. Um, it's been going diving down deep. I'm hoping that with this return to Scorpio, there'll be some kind of closure. You can resolve whatever the emotions have brought up, whatever's sort of been dredged up. There's going to be some sense of closure. Yeah, I'd just like to add to that, which is that don't forget that Jupiter was in Scorpio for the whole of last year, right? Yeah. So all of that stuff that got pulled up, you know, all that we've talked about over these podcasts, for example, Me Too, all of those things. It's not over yet, you know, and but I think that we will have be able to do some kind of uh, closure ish um, at that early point period in December when both Mercury and Venus go back into Scorpio. Mm. It's like they're just tidying it up a little bit, yeah. you know, and Mercury retrograde there is just making sense of things. Yeah. And Venus there is just calming things down a bit. Yeah. You know, it's calming, it's soothing. There's a soothing feel to this. Yeah. And that's another reason to let go and allow yourself to be soothed Yeah. in whatever that Jupiter and Scorpio brought up for you, which is painful stuff mm. for 
you know, many people mm. or stuff that should have stayed, that would have stayed secret, should have stayed secret mm. or secrets that should have, that had to come out. Or betrayals. There was a theme of betrayal, I think, around. Yeah, definitely. The, Scorpio, the Venus retrograde. The Venus retrograde, the Jupiter Scorpio, all of it was past betrayals from long, long ago mm. uh, or pa- past, you know, I'm actually thinking of a, well, maybe I'll talk about it another time, but a betrayal from before I was born that I found out about in my family. Mm. I discovered during this Jupiter uh, transit through Scorpio and became very clear to me what that really meant while Venus was retrograde recently. Um, And I'm expecting uh, that there will be some kind of conclusion to this or some way of making it into art or making it more beautiful with... Uh, Venus returning to Scorpio. Mm, that's a really lovely way of putting it, I have to say. Really nice. Can I just conclude on... Yes, you may. Um, because, I mean, Mercury turns direct in Scorpio on December the 6th. So then there's this, you know, green light going on. Mercury then moves back into Sagittarius on December the 12th. And then there's this kind of lull, actually, when things might just start... Um, sorting themselves out without you having to do anything, hopefully. And on December the 21st, Mercury is conjunct Jupiter and Mercury is then direct. So this is another date, December the 21st, when Jupiter is going to be strong and powerful. It might bring in good news. Again, there's a sense of resolution from what begins at the start of this period. Mm. Um, So Mercury meets Jupiter retrograde on November the 27th but then meets Jupiter again direct on December the 21st. And that could be gorgeous. That could really start mm. to open up what Jupiter is going to mean for you in this year ahead. Mm. Which is really what you should be thinking about this month is yeah. that Jupiter. I want to just add to what Sally said, which is that between it's really quite unusual to have such a long period, which is almost a fortnight when there's not that much major happening between the 7th and the 21st. Of December. Of yeah. December. And that is an opportunity for you to... It just means you're not being pushed and pulled by the planets so much, usually. Mm. Mm. And on that note... Yeah, so take some time to look ahead. Yeah. And we'll see you again next month. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>